When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> oh, what a show we have for you in store today, live from New York. It's a show that uh, was right about Sam Cassell going to the Celtics. Oh, you called that one. Thank you. Good thank job, bro. It's a great, great, great move, Celtics. It's first things great first. Great move. <laughs> today, Joker goes for 41 in the L. Is he too good for his own good? Meanwhile, an update on... Oh, give me a break. On his royalty. Who put that up? I mean... An absurd claim about Jacksonville's ceiling coming up in half an hour. And finally, more than a half. I just say that you don't. No one's factored. <laughs> and finally, another update on royalty. This oh. time, the king. Oh no. Kyrie courting oh, no. LeBron to come to what Dallas. What a big three that oh. would be. My goodness. No, 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 you wait. picking him next year again? Oh, what? A, you can't, guys, we're not allowed to talk about this. Why? Michael Malone's going to get very upset. They lost, guys. They lost. Just like my team, because I didn't call a timeout. I'm Michael Malone. Go ahead, sir. You're not Michael Malone. You're Nick Wright. I'm Kevin Wilds. This is Chris Broussard. Now we will start the show unconventionally. (laughs) We start with Miami is back. Gabe Vincent goes for 23. Jimmy with 21. And Duncan Robinson out there on the verge of yelling, I'm him, with 10 points in the fourth. Here's Jimmy last night. He was. I just think nobody cares on our team. We're not we're not worried about what anybody thinks. Um, we're so focused in on what we do well and who we are as a group that at the end of the day, that's what we fall back on. Um, make or miss shots, we're going to be who we are because we're not worried about anybody else. That's how it's been all year long, and um, that's not going to change. So that's what I think it is. I think it's the I don't give a damn factor. Did last night prove the Heat can win it all? Did last night prove it? Yeah, yeah. No. It was proven the moment they beat Milwaukee. Hmm? When you beat in five the favorites to win the title, your ability to win the title should not be questioned. That's fair. And this is what is, the fact that we are asking this question is another sign of the repeated disrespect, the little engine that uh, that could in Bruce's eyes. Oh, well, listen, they're gritty, they're that, tough, I got mad they've got chutzpah, yes. but I just don't think they can, you know, play basketball <laughs> that well. They can shoot. They rolled Milwaukee. We all thought they could win the title. You brought a live deer on the set to celebrate Didn't it. Work. They Didn't rolled. They rolled Boston. Really bad. A lot of folks, including <laughs> Vegas, thought they could win the title. They I know you didn't pick Boston. them to. It was, well, they they beat them in seven. They, they were up three zero. I think they rolled them. They went in their building in Game Seven, took their lunch money. They, Miami has been better than those teams, mm-hmm. and no one be questioning if those teams could win it. Why? They have Spo. They have playoff Jimmy. They have heat culture, and you guys at this point have to admit it, they have the basketball gods clearly on their side. Are you guys both denying the existence of the basketball gods? Yeah, I am. I am on record. I don't believe in the basketball gods. All right, that's fine. He's on the record for that. You guys don't believe in the basketball gods. Tweet that. I don't know what's coming up with something. What? 
What? You're doing like bits now? I don't know what's. We've had a lot of technical difficulties. I don't know Is what's going on. Is this a stand up routine? I'm just telling Let's you. Let's just watch at your this stand up point, routine. Can you, find, can you please <laughs> actually give them the respect they've earned? Can you say, hey, guys, um, it's a best of five now, mm -hmm. and the Heat have home court. Maybe, just maybe, they deserve to be considered one of the best teams in the NBA. Major League. How many times do I have to say it? No, but you. It, I've got nothing but respect. In fact, I'm going to say this. But you keep on saying it, so it means he kind of, like, you never say about that about Giannis. Yeah, well, like, Giannis, 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 Giannis is a given. And then you don't, and then you don't Giannis is a given. But look, heart, toughness, intelligence, any of the intangibles you want to throw out, the positive ones, they have got more of that than any team I've seen in recent memory. Mm -hmm. Like, I've got nothing but respect for them. And they're shooting it tremendously. For some reason, they couldn't shoot during regular season. Now they're shooting tremendously. So, and Spolster is phenomenal. So I've got respect for him. But let me say this about Jimmy Butler's comment about we, you know, we, the, the, we don't care. That's our factor. That is the benefit of being unheralded, underrated. When you've been told so many times that you stink, you're not good enough to play in this league. You know, go be in the G League. Go, like, you get to a point where you just don't care. Mm -hmm. And I'm just going to go out and do play ball. And that's what they've got. These dudes don't care. When Gabe Vincent said last night after the game, we don't care what people think of it. We don't care if people respect us. I believe that. Like, they have nothing to lose. Right? And so, I'll give them all that. But look, can they win it? I am still... 10 it just never moved down on the Denver Nuggets. All right? It's really but two nuggets. I, I, <laughs> I don't know where y'all think my toes gone. My toes are here. I'm 10 down on the Nuggets. Okay. All right? They're bigger. I think they're better. They, I, they got two of the best three players in the series, I believe. Uh, I think they're the better team. And they're well coached. Not as – if you want to say Spoles better, fine. But Mike Malone is a great coach. They're, they'll be fine. I said six, not four. So this, I expected sure. a good series. But can they win it? I mean, sure. Like I said, when you, when you, I mean, you're in the finals. We've seen huge upset when Detroit beat yeah, Shaq well, and I, Kobe, which right? Is what we like so, about. Yes. yeah. Bec and and Denver, the way they play, so hard. So smart. Miami, they don't, yeah, saying? Miami. They yep. don't make many mistakes. And you saw that last night. So, sure, they, they definitely can. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, Wiles. Well, I'm going to take a page out of Broussard's book. Because, Bro, you were always talking about defense is about heart and effort. Yep. Yep. And that's what we're seeing a lot with the Heat. Remember, you're like, palms up, head on the swivel. You do the whole thing. Absolutely. Do and they do that. Yeah. They, they saw it. So, here, here's the full screen on what Denver's doing. The key defense is pretty good, and I kind of think that defense wins championships. They're down to 106 points a game, yeah. and their possessions are now under 90. So add that with a little bit of, this is not basketball gods, this is just straight-up team chemistry, to the point where Van Gundy thought it was funny to make fun of this, and Mark Jackson said it gave him chills when Kevin Love misses this pass in the corner here. This ends up being, a, I think, a, a fictitious foul. Maybe that was well, No, that was a real foul. That was a real one. Yeah, that's his. Yeah. And then Kevin Love going, and they wild. hug it out here. Yeah. This is real team chemistry but, that can result in a championship. Of course it can. And, guys, last night's game should be very ominous for Denver. Mm -hmm. Denver went on a 33-9 run in this game and lost. 
Denver, aside from the Zeller minutes, I thought Miami dominated Denver yesterday. The Zeller minutes made it look like it was because it was Miami was up, then Zeller came yep. in, it was a disaster. The Zeller then came in again at the end of the third, it was a disaster for them. But the, what Miami is doing, there is no preparing for. Get a 10-point lead on Miami. Um, it actually doesn't help much. We can show you the Heat. With, this is a Patrick Mahomes-style stat. They, they have a winning record when trailing by 10. The rest of the league wins 20% of the time. Uh, what about when going into the game, the general public says, you're a massive underdog? Well, the Heat are 7-3, and three, not against the spread, outright. The rest of the league is 5-16. and 16. What about that exact type of game? We're in Denver. Jokic is playing, and we're trailing going into the fourth quarter. They were down eight with just a five-point lead going into the fourth quarter at home. One loss. Last night, the Heat. So if you are talking about a, a team that has gotten six points from Caleb Martin through two games, mm -hmm. may or may not be getting a little burst off the bench at some point from Tyler Hero. None of us think offensively Jimmy Butler's played an A-plus game. Yep. And Miami has stolen home court. I guess my point is, at what point will we say these guys have graduated out of where they were drafted and Gabe Vincent is just a good player who's going to be a free agent this offseason and make more than $10 million a year on the market? Like you talk, you, like I said, look, like you talked about. And like, Struess. And Struess Struce came out, look, 0 for 10 game one. He comes out and hits four threes, what, in the first quarter? Yes. Three in the first quarter? Yes. Like, like I, those two will get paid. And I, I agree, look. Is either one of the? I mean, maybe they are. We 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 don't talk of Austin Reeves in that way, right? He was undrafted. Yes. Well, we give him a lot of credit. So maybe these two are as good as him, or at least Vincent. Um, but yeah, I think they they've graduated out of that. It's still a fact that they were undrafted. And I think that's where they get a lot of their heart and grit from. The fact that they were undrafted, they had to work so hard. But yeah, we'll, we'll, where I'm are you at? I'm nine down. I'm nine down. Nine down. Yeah, nine. Okay, because you because you. You've you been, sure? Because you, 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 you all but went over to and that side no, of the table. I had week. Denver since before Halloween. Yes, that's true. Was he wavering? Was Denver he not train. wavering? Well, so here's the thing, Brew. I think he's wavering now. Because, Brew, you don't follow him on Twitter. But if you did, he has started to try to, you know, gain some kind of elbow other people off the Nuggets oh, corner. What? The Nuggets really? corner. You, oh, keep, on, yeah. you keep tagging your tweets, Nuggets and five. Yeah. This happened, that happened, that happened. Nuggets and five. Mm -hmm. Right now, Kevin Wilds? You still might feel be six. Yeah, see, he's, he's wavering, bro. Six. He's wavering. I don't know if they're going to win both in the Go over he's, there. He's, no, just go. Bro, you just I want here. people you, that believe. <laughs> he's just, picked against the Nuggets you, in you, each of the last You really rounds. believe? If bro, you believe, I'm nine I'm down. You. I'm nine bro, down. The all right. To all beat right, the Nuggets and the That's all right, though. Now I got the Nuggets. Now he's got them over Joker goes for 41 and 11 rebounds, but only four assists. Now, this was the game plan that was recommended by our own Nick Wright mm -hmm. and backed up by lots of statistics. Yeah. And when asked about turning Joker into a scorer rather than a distributor, which, again, is backed up by empirical evidence, Coach Spo scoffed. Take a listen. This is probably oversimplifying things, but sometimes when, when teams play against Jokic, you, you turn him into a scorer, you turn him into a passer, and he controls the game. You, he only had four assists tonight. Yeah, that, that's, that's ridiculous. You know, it's just 
that's the untrained eye that, that says something like that. This guy's an incredible player. You know, twice in two seasons, he's been the best player on this planet. You can't just say, oh, make him a score. <laughs> That's not how they play. They, they have so many different actions that just get you compromised. Here's my new take on that, because at first I was upset because I thought he was, like, showing up hormonal. I don't think that's what he was Yeah, I don't think you meant that at Now I think he was just acting poorly. That's exactly like, right. Oh, my gosh. That, You're kidding me. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I, mean, I that, wouldn't do that. That's <laughs> All the evidence says that that's was exactly obviously what their game do. plan. Yes. It obviously worked. And I, again, I want to make this clear. It's not like you just press the button, make Jokic a score, or they can't beat you. But it has downstream effects. When Michael Malone, and we'll get to later, talks about guys not hitting shots and then not focusing on defense, that's a downstream effect. Because mm-hmm. Joker's going to be locked in no matter whether he is taking no shots in the first quarter, like game one, or whether he takes a bunch of shots mm-hmm. early on. Other guys, it's harder, most notably Michael Porter Jr., and I think maybe also KCP. So when Joker is scoring and not passing, it might actually hurt the Nuggets' defense more than the offense because other guys are less connected. Their offense overall was good. But the numbers are undeniable. That when Joker has double-digit assists, Mm -hmm. this team is almost unbeatable. And, again, small sample size, but the three times this postseason he has scored 40-plus are three of their four losses. So if you are Miami, it is – there are no great options. But the least bad option is turn him into a scorer, which is what they tried to do and it worked. And I think Spo just like, I'm not going to give the game away here. I'm not going to say that. Yep, that was our game plan. It worked, and we'll see it again in game three. He's trying to act like that wasn't their game plan. It obviously was. I I don't think Spo was acting. If you really look at they didn't guard Jokic that much differently than they did in game one. They didn't double him a lot in game one. But they, they didn't were like soft doubling. They, they didn't bringing guys over. That's show, they didn't double him a lot in game one. They didn't double him a lot in game two. What they did was they went big. And by putting – you had Bam on Jokic for the most part. Obviously, there were some switches. And Kevin Love was now in able to guard Caleb Aaron Gordon. Yes. Mm-hmm. They, a lot of the assists early in game one were coming from Gordon getting cross-matched up on guards. And he was just bullying them down low. And he's open down low so Jokic can hit him. So – that that Spolstra's, I don't think he meant to be insulting to. The, I don't. I didn't think he was, but because well, you, you know Spolstra, yeah. he's not really like that kind yeah. of person. But I think he's thinking we didn't do that much differently on him from game one, and yo, they went zone in the fourth quarter, which they did in game one, and he scored obviously a lot against that. But they just they went we're going big was a big factor. And then you that allowed you what? To put Jimmy Butler on and Jamal, Jamal Murray. Murray. Which was so those were so big. now you had you didn't have the size mismatches that you had in game one. Bam uh, loves on Gordon yeah. and Jimmy's on Murray. So Jimmy it was more on Murray that. I think was the most important factor of the game personally. Mm. But go Here, ahead. Here's Joker uh, in thirteen wins this postseason, twenty seven points, pretty good. In four losses 42, and he shoots more, and he actually shoots better yes. from everywhere. So, I, See, I also thought that he, in the first quarter when they got down big, he kind of felt like, 
I got to get the, get us going. Because he was the only one that had it going. The rest of the starters were three for ten in the first quarter. So he started being more aggressive in scoring just to keep them afloat. So no, I, I agree with that. And in the third quarter, his scoring was obviously effective. It looked like the Heat had taken control of the game, mm-hmm. and then the Nuggets retook control to where they actually won the quarter and extended their, fir- their halftime lead to, from six to eight, I think it was. So I get that part of it. I'm just saying, when Joker scores, it doesn't feel like this team is – head and shoulders better offensively than the rest of the league. When the, when he is the fulcrum of the offense and MPJ is hitting that stand-up three yep. and Jamal Murray is swaggering and Bruce Brown is got wide open by six feet, it feels like Jesus. Like there's no way to stop him offensively. And so I think Miami recognizes that. The gambit they're running is it, the moment Bam gets in foul trouble in any of these games, the game's over. I mean, I don't. I, I think it's on the board. Udonis Haslam gets minutes in the oh. next game because they can't play Zeller. That wasn't. They, good. You just can't. And so, like the other guy is Big Yurt, the Yurt Seven guy who doesn't they play. They might just go small or, or, and Highsmith. And have Highsmith guard Joker? No, the, but, but that's love, what I'm saying. I mean, like the, who you, Kevin Love guarding him? By the way, can I? Can I? Before we end, can I ask a question? Sure. Did you read the newspaper this morning? Oh yeah, every, oh, several, several. Brew you. Mm-hmm. All right, I did too. And I looked and I looked and I looked for this headline and I couldn't find it. Because Brew, who <laughs> that says. That was not my headline. Brew, who says. It, they obviously had the proof. I brought this you for you if you still wanted it. You, the, you had the Brew culture. I it, brought the it was, it was you I, I, I for that last week. Wind I'm just curious. Of it, I'm and just they curious. obviously had to switch it. Oh, okay. I never predicted a sweep. It was I bro, predicted bro, this is your this headline. Me. Did I say six or four? You you my said pick six, but, was but six. Then, I did think they were going to win yesterday, but, and I thought then people would think, is there a question mark there or an exclamation point? Well, it's a question well, mark. There is no punctuation. I was in the, the English Nuggets halfway to their second straight sweep. That might have been a typographical so error. No, I, I'm just curious. Question because mark. I can't normally, believe y'all I wouldn't do this grammar. You, but we weren't even supposed to you do Sunday morning. No, we didn't you, want you, to. We were thinking about to, doing that ever you since the game. And did it be in the show. <laughs> and so I was just, I mean, I looked for the New York Post. I looked I looked on that monitor. They had to make a late minute. I looked everywhere for that headline. And it's just gone. Michael Malone, turn the channel. Everyone else? LeBron to Dallas. That's next on FS1 and the Fox Sports Channel on Sirius XM. Come on. Back. Oh, good. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We've now reached the fanciful part of the show. (laughs) According to Shams, free agent Kyrie Irving has reached out to LeBron to see if he would like to come to Dallas. Oh. All it would take for LeBron is a buyout and a pay cut. (laughs) (laughs) And... Uh, to leave his family, uh, and Bronny's down the road. He doesn't get to go to those USC games. Um, and though he did also go to the Western Conference Finals, the Mavs 
ended up missing the plan and tanking. So there's the offer. Do you like it? <laughs> no? Get to play with me again. We right. won a championship. For, first of all, America's preeminent sports media critic. Michael Malone is very disappointed in us right now. He should be Can you imagine zone if defense. the Nuggets had won yesterday? Oh, he'd be fired up. <laughs> and we're talking Woof. about this here. Oh, my goodness gracious. <laughs> um, I could absolutely see this happening a year from now. Oh, I think Dallas is on the board of potential landing spots for LeBron if he opts, you know, because he has two years left on his Lakers deal with last year's player option. Your guy Bill Simmons floated it with you on his podcast a couple months ago, mm-hmm. and I listen to the things Bill says. I'm not sure how much you listen because I replayed it for you, and you're like, oh, I kind of remember I remember Draymond. That. I forgot. But yeah, I forgot you were. He, I mean, he was literally talking to you, but it, it's fine. Sure. It's uh, it was a great pod. Everyone should listen to it. Uh, but I could see it happen when LeBron's a free agent. <laughs> Dallas, to me, would be one of the he places. He player option. He's, right, if he opts out. But right now, this is an impossibility. And, Brew, I found the reporting on it odd. This is going through, okay, so first of all, the report starts with saying the Mavs were interested and considered trying to trade for LeBron during the season, which was not allowed. And it even had said and that then, in the story. No, well, no, no, no. Though, that was added after. <laughs> oh, was it added? Yes, that part. Oh, that, because the, version the thing is I this. Saw it had. You couldn't trade for LeBron. You could have offered Luka a thousand first-round picks right, right, right. and all of Mark Cuban's crypto, and the Lakers would have to be like, I'm sorry, the answer is no, because literally he's not allowed to be traded this season. So, so that, part, contract, that right. part of the story was like, huh? That's bizarre. Either, right. either Chris Haynes, who I think is a good reporter, was being taken for a ride by a source – or the Mavs didn't know the rules. Those are the only two. If it's like, hey, we're having a meeting about trading for LeBron. Well, we can't. That's the meeting. I don't get it. So there's that. Then it's and like, who did they have to offer? Well, of course. You know what I mean? And then like it's, it's and then it was. Now the the financials are difficult, but one way to ease the skids would be LeBron getting a buyout. Yeah. <laughs> the, LeBron getting Westbrook's bought done. out. Like Westbrook and Kevin Love, mm-hmm. I don't think the Lakers are going to be interested in that. And then they don't really discuss the realities of what a trade would look like because it's an impossible trade. And then just also says in there, uh, the Mavs, who have the ability to offer Kyrie Irving, five years, $272 million this offseason. So I don't get it. The, here's the only possible reason for this story coming out, I think, bro. It is Kyrie... Getting out there. Man, I really want to play with LeBron. I'd love him to come here. Oh, we can't? Can I come there? Right. If you I, can't spend the night at my house, can I spend the night at yours? I remember that thing when I was a kid. Like, is that what is to me, that's the only re- because does anybody think this is possible? No. Of course it's not possible. And to your point, it's Kyrie saying, I want to play with LeBron, yes. but I want to get the max. Yes. Why don't you take less? Why don't you get bought out? Look, you know what thought? keeps running through my mind when you said when Kyrie was traded there this is the beginning of the end of Luka in Dallas why did you bring that up more than my finals pick it was a great (laughs) take by me (laughs) (laughs) and this also reminds me of Kyrie's press conference after they got swept close sweep but they did get swept by Boston a year ago right when he took an ownership he was like Mm -hmm. you know me and and Sean and and Joe, the owner, and we're going to sit down and figure out what we need. Like, 
putting himself in ownership's position, in a decision-making position. And I'm going to say this, Nick. If I'm Luca, I'm none too pleased. And I, I'm a look. Obviously, I, I love LeBron. If I'm Luca, I, I really don't want to play with LeBron. LeBron was his idol. Well, that's I know what he loves Luca. He they loves have a LeBron. good relationship in that. Right. It's not about the, the relationship. But I'm in my fifth. I just finished my fourth year, and I'm the show. If LeBron were to go to to Dallas with Luca, let's just say it could happen. Obviously, Luca's the best player at this point in their careers. But it still is so much now about LeBron and the quest to get a fifth ring. And the way LeBron plays now, they could coexist because LeBron's off the ball a lot more and all that. But still, if I'm young like Luka, 24 years old, I'm like, no, I got this. I got this. We were rolling. We were, what, tied for fifth before the Kyrie trade? And then I see this stuff. Yeah. I see Kyrie trying to dictate what we're going well, to do. Well, that to me is Now more... I'm really like, I might be thinking, you know what? Let me talk to Cuban see, and say, trade, sign and trade Kyrie you know for some depth. This Kyrie Let's guy. Be, I mean, really. Not great for team chemistry. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden. Who yeah. would have thought? You've he been there a, a few months. Right. We went What's from the fifth seed. To what? The 11th, 12th yeah. seed, whatever they were, yeah. out of the play-in. Spurs and you territory. got the audacity to say, I'm going to rebuild the roster? Well, I that, get it, it's LeBron but James, but still, this, it's my team. The, that's if the, I'm Luka Doncic. That's right. Now, I do. I, where I disagree with you is, I think, like, if consulted on this, if they were like, hey, He Luka, was probably polite. No, no, but I'm saying, I, I, I would imagine Luka actually would like to play with LeBron at this stage of LeBron's career. But... That it's not tenable at this moment. And this is where Kyrie Wilds is a really difficult guy at times to discuss and not have it seem disrespectful. And I do not want to disrespect. I, I, uh, listen, aside from the, the Instagram post with a video that I still to this day believe he did not watch but then dug himself in, I think Kyrie's heart is in the right place on a lot of important things. Sure. I think his dedication There's to his no heritage, I think his charitable stuff. I, 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 so I don't want to sound disrespectful of the man. But the businessman and basketball finagler is out of his depth. The idea, if Kyrie thinks this is a possibility, then he needs to... He, he, he needs to just take read a couple Eric Pincus articles on Bleacher Report and be like, oh, literally impossible. Like, this is the – and when we get scolded by Kyrie on his Instagram Live about why am – you know, we're always in the news, why are you always discussing us, it is because of things like this. Now, you can say maybe he didn't leak it. Who else is leaking this? So, but, Where else but is this coming spot. from? So, you know, trying to – analyze this story you're either going to have to question the reporting which we don't want to do or question Kyrie who went on Instagram and said don't listen to anybody unless it comes directly from me so something doesn't line up and I'd rather not question the that would be disingenuous if he leaked it saying don't but it was but hold on but that but but this is where track record matters I watched Kyrie Irving in a hallway at an all-star game with Kevin Durant when he was a Celtic and Durant was they a Warrior. Chatting. And they were ch- and they were talking to each other. And everyone speculated, were you guys talking about getting together in New York? 
and he was asked about it, and he went on a diatribe of uh, scolding the media for this is just friends, this is why this job sucks, all this stuff. And then we found out, oh, literally exactly what we thought well, was happening. Well, that, that happening. doesn't mean well, that they were talking they, about it. No. Like, yeah, we got caught. No, he admitted, yeah, he, he did admit it after the fact that, yeah, we got it. caught. So, like, I just, on stuff like this, it's very difficult to take him seriously. But anyone that is discussing this story as if there is a path for the Mavericks to acquire LeBron James this offseason, I think is just fundamentally detached from the realities of how NBA trades work, LeBron's contract, and the new CBA. Luka can't be traded for LeBron straight up? <laughs> well, the, and the, that trade would work money-wise, but the Mavs would never do it in a million years. Right. Next on First Things First. Uh, no, that's not. Well, I mean, it's something. It's weird and wonderful, actually. I was going to say, if Luka did get traded for LeBron, Wild still wouldn't bump weird and wonderful. <laughs> be like, we've got to do episode. it after. Great up. Baseball is back, and so is Slipping Bats. Five times a week, Monday through Friday. So follow us on the Fox Sports app, YouTube, and anywhere you get your podcasts. Playoff Jimmy wasn't spectacular, but hit some back-breaking shots. 21-4-9. What did he make of his performance after a quiet game one? I thought he was very good because I thought the most important piece of the game was his defense on Jamal Murray. He guarded Jamal Murray for... Half of Jamal Murray's time on the court. In that time, Jamal was three of six. Now, that's 50%. That's fine. The critical number is six. Mm -hmm. The fact that in half of Jamal Murray's 40 minutes played, 20 minutes of Jimmy's guarding him, again, this is according to the NBA's data. I'm not tracking each possession. He only got up six shots. That is a massive win for Miami. And then Jimmy was not great offensively throughout the game. Good passer. Got to the free throw line finally, at least a bit. But in the fourth quarter... Critical three, critical and one, another bucket, eight points. Like, to me, that is, it is not a spectacular game offensively, but it was because of when he scored and how he distributed, it was a adequate game offensively, a great game defensively, and he was clutched down the stretch. So I thought, yes, he should be happy with his game two performance. Oh, yeah, I agree totally. Um, The defense was huge. Mm -hmm. And you're right, offensively, it was times you didn't even really think you know he was out there because yep. Gabe Vincent first Struce was carrying him, then Gabe Vincent gets hot, who's been playing phenomenally in this series, averaging like over twenty points. Uh, but as you said, the last seven minutes, my, uh, Denver cut the lead to three. He scores six straight points for the Heat. They push it back to seven. Then he gets another bucket, so eight points in the last seven minutes, and he hit a three again. That's a timely shot by a guy that's not a great three-point shooter, but yet he hits a big three. And, and so I, he was big. Bro, we haven't talked about the final play of the game, and I know a lot of the discussion is should Mike Malone have called a timeout. But set that aside. Jimmy stayed attached to Jamal Murray on that play. He, and he dislodged the ball, which I thought, I'm talking about the Jamal Murray missed three. He dislodged the ball with about six seconds left, which I thought kind of disrupted Jamal's rhythm somewhat. And so, it, it, in my, like, if you see it here, that right there right to me was a big piece of it. Yep. And then he gets a decent contest yeah, on a tough shot. Like, that's the, if you're going to trust him not to foul, 
And I thought not fouling was the right call because I didn't trust him to get the rebound over Jokic. They're so undersized. The rebound on a missed, intentionally missed free throw. Jimmy's defense there was about as good as you can ask. Well, for. what was interesting is he was guarding Jokic. Yep. And so when they when they run the Jokic Murray screen, now you 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 get Butler. You switch Butler yep. onto Murray, which they wouldn't didn't want. They wanted Murray on Vincent. Yep. So they probably they should have ran a second screen to tr- see if they could get. Vincent on him, but yeah, Jimmy was good. Look, he hasn't been playing like a superstar, all right, nope. and that's what we've we've come to think of him as through these playoffs is playoff Jimmy. But they got to win. He was big in the clutch, so you got like I will say this though. I mean, it's early, obviously, two games. Bam would be their MVP right now. Oh, Bam out of Bayou, well, leading I- them in points, leading them in rebounds, shooting fifty-three percent so from that's the floor. That's assuming that Garden that Jimmy doesn't. If they were to win. Ex- that's assuming that Jimmy doesn't Yeah, it could explode. change. So it do you think change. Jimmy's going to have, like, this monster I, game? Like I 42 do, and 56 against Milwaukee. I do think he'll have a couple huge games, but I don't like know what his overall average is. No, I don't think he'll have a couple 40-point games. Okay. But I think I think in the finals, 34, 8, and 7 is a pretty huge – you know what I mean? A no, huge game. Huge. Uh, but I can tell you the story that's coming down the tracks, and I can't wait for it. I mean, he loves this. I'm excited for it, bro. Because right now – Joker's 34, 10, and 9, and no one on Miami's averaging more than 22, and it's bam, and that'll probably go down. If the Heat are up 3-2 going into a game six at home, and these stats are what they are, the story that I can't wait for is, listen, hasn't happened since Jerry West, and we basically said it can't happen, but how can anyone other than Joker be the finals MVP? That I'm telling you, that story's coming. Well, and I, 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 I do by the think way, a lot of the analytics guys would I, believe that. It well, I believe be. it. Would Would you think he should be? I believe, like right that now, you, if they let's right say now, the most valuable you, player in the series has been Nikola Jokic, no. and it's not even close. That's true. Well, what do you mean? It's one one right now. He's Bruce. been no. So, that's why I, I get that. Yeah. I'm saying if the Heat, let's say they were ahead and it was over, mm-hmm. but we've only, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm, I get it. I understand. If it were over right now and the Heat won. Right. You gotta give it to Bam. It would go to Bam okay, right, a, ne- right now, but if they, you gotta but win it is the on final. the board that Bam has a four-point game that the Heat lose and they still win the series, and it is not on the board that Joker is anything other than unbelievable numbers. And we have already we we changed the rules on how good your team had to be in the regular season to win MVP. I mean, we changed no. the rules on no. all NBA for Nikola, and it's all looking swimmingly now. It, it would not no. serve. Okay, just wait. That'll be a top. I mean, it, no, I think it'll be not. a story, okay. but they it's they just they him. should not oh, give. It's not, not just me. It's not going to be a story. LeBron it's got coming down the pipe. A loser. You are on national television in the afternoon saying this will be a story. It'll be a story. This will be a story on some. It will shows. be a story on some shows. Now it'll be a story. I'm just telling you. You just made it a story. It'll be a story. I don't have that type of juice. It should be Bam right now. And agree. If he's not Jimmy or good litmus test, if the Heat really care. About like, feel like we're gonna give it to Joker. Yeah, well, they, they don't. Like we don't care. Here's something you shouldn't be worried about in the finals: how much the media talks about the Lakers and your team's effort. While well, Michael Malone's concerned about both. Take a listen. <laughs> Let's talk about effort. I mean, this is the NBA Finals, and we're talking about effort. That's a huge concern of mine. You know, and you guys probably thought I was just making up some storyline after Game One when I said we didn't play well. We didn't play well. This is not the preseason. This is not the regular season. It's not round. This is the NBA Finals. And that to me is really, really perplexing, disappointing. And I asked the team, I asked our player, you guys tell me why we lost. And they knew the answer. Miami came in here and outworked us. 
Not good. Yeah, and he's talking about one guy, primarily. He's talking about Michael Porter Jr. Mike, listen, and Michael Porter Jr. is in a weird spot because he had been a defensive liability throughout his career, and then he had moments this postseason, most notably the Western Conference Finals, and then game one of this series where it's like, oh, he gets it. And then it was totally gone yesterday. And the other thing about Michael Porter Jr. that is not discussed is offensively, offensively, if he's not hitting shots, he's really, really a liability because he, he's a career one-assist guy. That's not good. He plays this season, 30 minutes per game, one assist a night. The last healthy season he had, 30 minutes a game, 1.1 assists per night. This postseason, one assist. So he's not playmaking. He's not hitting shots. What can he do? Well, he's 6'10 in athletics, should be able to defend, and he was just getting lost. And that Michael Malone, you can look at the numbers, felt like I can't play him as much. I mean, and so it's less about the effectiveness of his offense and more about the fact that Michael Malone said, okay, I can't go to you. And they are not an incredibly deep team. They really have six guys, Brew, that they really trust. Christian Brown and Jeff Green are break glass in case of emergency, but they trust their five starters and Bruce Brown. Those are the six guys they want to play big minutes. And if one of them's not giving full effort, and again, I wouldn't have said he wasn't giving full effort, but Michael Malone did. I mean, I think he's talking about Michael Porter Jr. there. So here's the clip, Brew, you can respond to. Denver's up 5, 9.30 left in the third. There's Michael Porter Jr. here. Kind of gets lost here. He's kind of floating around. Now it's time for the closeout. Oh, I got to close that out? No big deal. And that's a three. So you go from being up five to up two. Yep. And it feels like, ah, you know, we're up. No big deal. Next thing you know, the heat comes storming back. Michael Malone calls a timeout well, here. That's the key piece up. of evidence is Michael Malone's reaction there. He's yep. furious. Also this, the jogging. Yeah. yeah. Look. Oh, I get to the studio in the morning. I, I think what's happening Maybe. with Michael Porter Jr., who's shooting, I believe, 29% from the field and 17% from three. LeBron-esque. <laughs> but LeBron will hustle on defense. LeBron that's led the playoffs in two-point field goal percentage. He is letting his problems on offense affect his defense. That's yep. clearly what's going on. He's off offensively, so he's lost it defensively. What if it goes the other way, though? That's like no, basic I, basketball. You're right, but that's what's happening with him. And so I, I do I, – I agree that he, he was talking about MPJ, but he also was focused on effort and discipline. And MPJ wasn't the only one lacking discipline. No, Catavius Caldwell-Pope fouled three shooters on three-point shots. Those were huge. They gave him seven points when you fouled a shooter on a three-point shot. That's just a lack of discipline. And, look, they're not Boston. We all know that Boston scatterbrained, as I've said. They lose focus all the time. But they are human. And this is the first time – if you remember, between games, Michael Malone was like, don't read the press clippings. Don't – we haven't done anything I've yet. He was very focused on that he also, because this is for, – for these guys. This is the first adverse. This is the first time they have been showered with praise That's, oh, and been considered like you're the favorite. You're supposed to win because during the regular season, as great as their record was – Nobody gave them respect. Mm-hmm. Most of these series, I picked them against Phoenix uh, or Phoenix against them. A lot yeah. of people pick Phoenix over them. A lot of people pick the Lakers over them. Nobody has respected them all year, and Mike's been able to play that That's right. that card. And now he's like, now he's actually got them back where he wants can them. Can I ask a, Is that now I can play this underdog card? Do a quick question before him. we move on. Uh, what, do you, what do you think of him doing this at the press conference? 
It's one thing to like the the the, the, the question we didn't play it. The question was like, like hey, your offense didn't get players. going, and he was like, that's not the story. Let me tell you the story. It wasn't a question about effort. It wasn't, and then he just he had this prepared. If if I don't think we are doing a segment and other shows on Michael Porter Jr.'s lackadaisical defense. Some podcasts might, but as far as like breaking down, showing it, <clears throat> if not for the fact that Michael Malone shined a light. Now, he right. didn't name him, but it's basketball, not football. It's pretty easy to figure out who you're talking about. What do you think of that gambit as the coach turning the press conference into a public flaying of his players? That's in the how NBA he is. Finals? I know Michael. Like yep. He was an assistant coach when I covered the Knicks for Van yeah. Gundy. He was assistant under Mark Jackson. That's Michael. Like, that's what he does. And they know it because every single player that was interviewed after the game was talking about the same thing that Michael was saying. Okay. Effort, discipline. That's why we lost. Look, he's been with them for years doing this. They respect it. They've seen the results of it. So I don't think that'll be a problem. Like, he knows what he's doing. And he's the type of coach, as was Jeff Van Gunn, he's the type of coach that it's always on us. It's not that Miami came out and beat us. It's us. What we didn't do. We didn't execute. Even if you're overmatched, that's the type of coach that's going to be like, we can control what we do, and we can control whether or not we win, and I actually like that attitude. I also think that he wanted to get another Denver story in, because I would have done the Kyrie story again. Yeah, that's good If he didn't do this, (laughs) right to Kyrie again. Uh, Denver loses at home. Uh Uh-oh. Now, their record during the regular season, 34-7. and Now, they were 9-0. and Point differential was great. And they hadn't lost since March 30th against yeah. those frisky Pelicans. And it had been a few weeks earlier that they lost at home with Joker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Brew, do you think this is something or nothing? Uh, nothing. Oh. It, it's something in that it's good for the Heat. It shows that they're, this is a series. Mm-hmm. Like, that, it's something in that regard. But for the Nuggets, if, you, if you're mentally weak enough where just losing a playoff game at home is going to rattle you now. And, oh, my God, what is going – you don't deserve to win the championship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, who goes into the playoffs thinking we're going to win every single home game? Well, I mean, you got to be able to – it's going to be hard. But, huh? yeah, but so I don't think it's about – So now they're supposed to surrender? No, oh, my gosh, they beat us no, at home? I don't think it's about that. I don't think it's about now that mentally they're fractured. I just think – the single biggest edge Denver has is Jokic plays for him. The second biggest edge they have is they're nearly unbeatable at home, and now they've been beaten. Let me ask you this, Wilds. They didn't have the best think, record in the league at you, home. They, they, that like is second. correct. I they, mean, that's good. Second best. And I think when Jokic played, like, right, awesome. but I think when Jokic played, it was even better. But hold on. Do you think Minnesota and Chicago are championship caliber teams? No. Okay. Minnesota was 10th. Chicago was 12th. Denver was 11th. Right between them this year in road record. Hmm. They were 19-22. And now Miami does not have to win again in Denver. Of course it matters. Denver was 1-1 in the first round on the road against Minnesota. 0-2 in the second round. I'm sorry, 1-2, but started at lost games 3-4. And and then, of course, against Phoenix. And then against the Lakers, there were close games that they won them both, which I think kind of settled people on, okay, they're fine on the road. I don't know that. Hmm. I know they are overwhelming dominant at home and have been for months. And now they have lost one, which means, A, they must win one in Miami, and, B, even if they do, Miami will feel like going into game five, we can win here. We just did. 
So, yeah, it is something. But, but Miami's home court advantage is not great. They, they've lost two of their last three games in Miami. So I, I firmly expect these teams to split in Miami. Oh, now, if they so don't you haven't turned into a best no, of three. No, I said it's a six game. Yeah. I said yeah. Miami is six. So, yeah. Or no, I mean, Denver and six. Denver, or Denver and six. So, yeah, I mean, if they don't get a split, then you'll be concerned if they Uh-oh. have to go back 3-1. But if there's a split, yeah, there's no way. Okay, okay. I, th- I think it's a big deal. I think it is, too. Coming you up next. Why don't you? You do? Man, Go. And they lost the game at home. They don't lose at home. Okay, then go. Rube, I have been through the trials and tribulations with this team. (laughs) Staying up late. Watching Denver. (laughs) Draymond had Steve Kerr on the pod, and they discussed the game to adjustment specifically about how the Heat targeted Jamal Murray. Take a listen. You mentioned them starting love. Uh, That allowed Jimmy Butler to guard Murray. Mm -hmm. And to me, it was like, I don't, you know, I haven't, talk to Spo or anything like that, but I can see them in their coaches' meetings saying, Murray's the head of the snake. You know, not not Jokic. Like, like yeah. you, if you just look at it, you go, well, Jokic is the head of the snake. But mm-hmm. when you play a team, you sort of realize, wait a second, like that guy's going to, he's going to dominate no matter what we do. So yeah. we got, this is the head of the snake. So 18 points for Murray. Brew your reaction. Well, look, Steve Kerr is obviously one of the best coaches the NBA has seen, but Jokic is the head of the snake. All right. <laughs> I actually think he may have meant X factor. Like, because everything, when I say Jokic is the head of the snake, everything revolves around him. Mm-hmm. He's not only the best scorer, but he's also the guy getting everybody going with his passing. He's also the rebounder who gets their transition game going. Like, everything revolves around him. Even his defense, which isn't great, the fact that he's a great defensive rebounder is a part of defense. So he's the head of the snake. But the X factor is Jamal Murray. And I think what Kerr means is that, look, Jokic penciled him in. For 25 to 35 points, a bunch of rebounds, and usually a bunch of assists. The question is, what's Murray going to do? If Murray goes for 30 as well, then chances are you're in trouble. Okay, so that if we can stop Murray and slow him down, unless you're like Miami, like last night they had three 20-point scores. But generally you're going to have – you're going to need another second score to be mm-hmm. big – because if you don't get three 20-point scores. So I think he just means X factor, and if you can s- slow down or stop Jamal Murray, then you got a yeah. better chance of beating him. With a lot of teams whose center is their best player, someone at this could apply. So the, I'll use the Sixers, for example, right? If you wanted to say during the regular season, Harden was the head of the snake because he's the one making the decisions and orchestrating things, even though we know Embiid's the best player, that would make sense. For the Nuggets, I just flatly disagree with it because I do think he is their best playmaker right. by He's a far. He, he, he is, and you've been saying it, and you're right. And I also thought, oddly, an interesting wrinkle of last night's game was the Heat using Bam more as the point center, bringing the yeah. ball up the court, which just kind of forced Jokic to work a little bit more on the defensive end because his guy has the ball. But set that aside. I think it is without a without a doubt, that Jokic is the, you know, the sun, the moon, and the stars for this team mm-hmm. in a unique way to, I think, really just him, Giannis, and Luka are the three guys that that's true to, where the team just has no way of winning realistically without those guys being excellent. 
Jamal Murray, though, I agree with Brew entirely, is the key person in this series, which is why I understand the idea of, and I kind of get what Kerr's getting at, which is one of the reasons they put Jimmy Butler on him and do things to try to minimize his impact and effect, because that actually is someone you have a chance of slowing down. It's a compliment to Jokic that you're just like pencil him in for 30-something, whatever. We're not going to be able to stop it, so who else can we stop? Because he's going to get his no matter what. All right, Game three on Wednesday, Denver favored by three. Now, for the record, Miami has lost two of their last games at home. But regardless, Nick, do you think the Heat are being disrespected? Yeah. They're home underdogs in the NBA Finals, guys. That Of course they're being disrespected. I believe the last time there was a home underdog in the NBA Finals, it was the Miami Heat, who once again were being disrespected. And they won that game. Game five. Oh, I guess they weren't the home. Bubble? It was the bubble. I was going to say. I was thinking I know about the, uh, who was supposed to be home. Yeah, with LeBron. Sorry. Well, they, they were listed as the home team. <laughs> right, right, right. But, yeah. But, so, then right. then God only knows how many years it's been. Because the Heat were underdogs in game five. They're listed home game. But they, of course, weren't home. They were in the bubble. Still yeah. Florida. The, oh, stop it. The, uh, yes. The, here's what's going to happen. If Let's just say for a moment, because you are now open to the possibility that Miami could win the series. Miami, it, we're going to have an image of Jimmy Butler, LeBron style, holding up both trophies at the end of the year. The Larry O'Brien and the Bill Russell, finals MVP. Or Bam holding up both trophies, whomever. Someone on the heat. And people the next day on television are going to be like, i got to tell you, I don't think they're that good. They're going to do a right now this moment. Right now this moment. I think there are people that if you were to say, hey, going into next season, give me your biggest contenders. Wouldn't have the heat in the top seven. True. True? I I don't think seven's a little. Would you have them top five? I mean, we could play. You want to play the game? Around five. Milwaukee? Tell me when I say a team you would have Miami ahead of. Milwaukee. Uh, well, you saying Boston. now or if they win the championship? If they win the championship. If they win the championship, I think they'll be a top five. I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. I just think that people, now I agree with they, you. They are now. I, I agree with you. It's a best of five to win the title, and the Heat have home court, and people still aren't sold on them. That is the part to me that is that, and Vegas is just reflecting that. Vegas is setting the line. Will they get action on both sides? And it's why Miami's been printing money for people that have been backing them this postseason. They've been disrespected the whole time. Look, I, I do agree. I mean, you can't help but disagree or agree that they are being disrespected. I mean, because as you said, they're they're underdogs at home. They were underdogs several times against Boston yeah. and all that, but. You understand why, Nick. I mean, I think you understand. Like, I, I, they have not. They don't have an Austin Reeves, one guy that was undrafted. I, and I'm just, I'm not even downing the guys that were undrafted. I'm just saying, when you're un, that means something. When you've got four guys in your rotation that weren't drafted, when one of them played Division Three, which I played. I mean, I, they, they, then of course they're looking at you like. This team can't be that good. They're not big. They're not incredibly athletic. They're shooting the lights out in the playoffs, but didn't shoot the lights out in the regular season. But here's my point. If this were track and there's a guy who it's like, man, I don't even know how he got here. 
he barely qualified. And in the prelims, he beat the number two runner in America. And in the semis, he beat the number one runner in America. Well, try and then a little in the finals, it's time. I, it's the time. Right, I, but they, they keep beating teams that clearly that the most public people believe are better, are better than, than them. them. At what point? Do, do, when they win it, I guess. Because you're right. I do think I, if they win the championship, I do think a lot of people will be like, man, they weren't that good. They're not that good. They're not that good. <laughs> but do you feel like we're at a pivotal juncture that we haven't seen from maybe Chauncey's Pistons where teamwork and love coaching, of each other, coaching and chemistry, you're right, we have triumphs seen. everything, triumphs Kobe and Shaq. Being like, oh, okay, we don't know quite how to quantify that into a number, which I think everybody wants to do. So here's this stat. I mean, this, again, a number that we're trying to kind of quantify clutchness and being in the moment. Sheesh. Throughout three quarters, they're not great. They're actually worse. That's a stunning That doesn't even seem... Possible. Realistic, but it, I, I, I'm sure it is. It's nuts. True, that, and then their fourth quarter yesterday was like all-time fourth but, quarter efficiency. But so here's There's something there, but we can't. Here's what I would say about your Chauncey Pistons example, mm-hmm. right? They, after that championship, and I know they won it. I know the Heat lost four years ago. But they, the, they then were respected as a That's great true. team. They, they, well, they made another finals. They were in the conference finals repeatedly. Nobody thought they were this little engine that could. They were like, wow, the Pistons are something to deal with. And they, the Heat, this is not an out-of-nowhere run. This is the team that has the most playoff victories in the NBA for the last four years since they got Jimmy, the team that made the finals and then came with the shot of making the finals again and now is in the finals again. But pe- people still look at your basketball history. That yeah. Detroit team, Chauncey Billups was a high lottery pick. Yes. Rasheed Wallace was a high lottery yeah. pick. Yes. Rip Hamilton, we knew him from college. Yep. Like they were, even though they hadn't all had outstanding NBA careers, you knew there was the pedigree. talent was there. That's right. That This is different and... Look, it, it is – they're kind of like when I said about Philadelphia, why I never believed in Philadelphia and even Denver to this point. You have to show us. Before we're going to believe it, you have to show us. And this will be – if they win this, this will probably be the most improbable NBA champion ever. I think it's one of the most – you can take NBA out of it. I think it's one of the most – I think as far as what they were thought of – by the gambling public and general public when the playoffs began, mm-hmm. it and will be now, it will be said. as improbable of a title as we've seen in American sports history. What I'm saying is it now shouldn't be. That's right. At this point, you know what people should be saying right now? The two best teams are the two teams left. And I don't think people think that. I think that it, we, we are now seeing, it, you guys know I picked the Lakers. We're now seeing the Heat have more answers for the Nuggets than the Lakers ever did. That's right. The other teams people would bring up, the Heat, the Heat already beat. This are the proper two teams playing at the end, and it's going to be a hell of a finals. Like, I don't think the Heat are about to roll over Denver, but I just think at some point we have to say, God dog it, that's an excellent team. Wait till Tyler Hero takes off his bucket hat and starts making threes. Oh, yeah. That's going to be interesting. It's an though. interesting I, I don't wrinkle. know that you automatically bring him in there. Like, oh. I would tell you to topic. stay tuned, but honestly, I'm not going to lie to you. I think you should change it. Why would you say that? I'm just being honest with all Why would you say we that? We don't want to talk about the Prince anymore. It's... <laughs> 
Well, Doug Peterson has hot. Oh, there it goes. See, I thought we were going to get through it. Why? Doug Peterson has high hopes for his team and his golden maned quarterback, as he discussed with Rich Eisen. Take a listen. And, and you know, finishing a football game. Did some things late in the season that uh, that proved to us that, um, you know, he's our guy, and, and we're excited about that. And so for him to take that next step is just that, just having that confidence the way he ended the season and start this year that way and, and uh, try to try to come out, uh, you know, with, with a fast start and, and, and finish faster. Okay. Yeah, it'd be a fine team. Yeah. Slightly above It'll 500. Solid. You got, solid. I, I actually okay. like him in that division. What's the question? Wallace? I like him in that division. What's I honestly didn't have before. one here. It's about to I get just crazy. thought you were going to pop. It's about okay. to get ridiculous. Is the, the, what's written on my sheet is, are the Jags a dark horse to win the AFC this season? No, I mean. Uh, and the, I mean, they're not a dark horse. Here we go. They're like so many of the beautiful stallions we're going to see at Belmont this weekend. The, whatever the opposite of a dark horse is, a front horse? I'm not sure. Front runner, perhaps? I'm not. Here's what I know. What front are, horse. Here's what I know. Obviously, the Chiefs are in class by themselves. Take them out of it. Okay? If we were to say, is Buffalo in it for the AFC? You guys would both be like, yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. No question about it. There is no reason whatsoever to believe in Buffalo more than Jacksonville. None. None. Okay, so hold up. Brew, you, you already said the key point, which is this year the Jags are in basically the best division, the division possible to I be agree in. With that. And Buffalo is in a hellacious division as far as to be in. But also let's look at last season between these two teams that you guys are so biased you think that there's some big gap. Um, after their bye, they were both excellent. Did they both win their division? Yes. Do they both have a Pro Bowl quarterback? Yes. How'd they do in the playoffs? They both won one and lost one more on that in a moment. The Bills actually got dominated in a playoff game, and they, of course, have no royalty on the roster. However, let's talk about how they looked at the end of the season. What a doctor. Let's just, no, let's talk about it. Graphic. Let's talk about it with the Bills. The Bills, in their first playoff game, escaped Skylar Thompson by the skin of their teeth. Mm-hmm. And then got dog walked by the Bengals. This guy threw four interceptions. The Jaguars in their first playoff game had the fourth largest comeback in the history of the playoffs. Why? Against Why did they have because, to? Yes. So your man yes. was horrible yeah, in the first you know half. What? And who was that you know against? What good teams the do? team that was no, going no. to give up a the, lead regardless. The Chargers, that's fine. If you think the Chargers, that playoff game, if you think the round one playoff games, who had the better win? The Jags against the Chargers or the Bills against Skylar Thompson, you can have that take. No one's on that corner. And then round two, they played the Chiefs within a touchdown. Oh, so again, okay. Well, that's better than getting beat a by lot three of scores teams by Cincinnati. We know that. Okay, but that's better. Not in the playoffs. So, again, tell me why I'm wrong. Other than your guys' bias four, against Jacksonville. Look, and I, I like Jacksonville. I like Trevor. You, you, you just like a lot of things. You go way over the top, so then I have to Except bring you I, back I, I, down. I was, bring you back down. When's the last time I was wrong about Trevor? I'm just curious. Uh, here, here's the thing. Okay. They're in a great division. You're right. They should win that division. Yeah. Here's four teams that are definitely better than them in AFC. Kansas City. Yes. Buffalo. No. Cincinnati. Maybe. And Baltimore. Maybe Baltimore. Why? Because of Lamar Jackson. Are you you're certain Lamar's better than Trevor? Well, no, I'm not. saying the team is better. What? 
But I don't think Lamar is Jackson is better than Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I do. But I'm saying the team is definitely better. You do, especially watch? when Lamar is at quarterback. And then, I, then there's a bunch that are right there with Jacksonville, Miami, maybe the Jets. Mm-hmm. You know, the Chargers, huh? And then Denver and Cleveland. Okay, don't me, you want to talk about dark horses? Denver and Cleveland. Okay, let me ask you another maybe. question. Not to win, other it, than the Chiefs, but to be special. Other than the Chiefs, be, make noise. Who do you think is more guaranteed? To be in the tournament. Well, because of their division, you're right. You're well, right that matters. The division. There's a scenario where the Bills or the Bengals miss the postseason. Yeah. It's not a likely scenario, but there's so a scenario. The Bills could certainly there's miss. no scenario where the Jags do. And guys, this is where I think my obnoxiousness has clouded your guys' otherwise sober analysis. In any other scenario, it'd be like, hmm, this team that had a once-in-a-generation prospect at quarterback who seemed to all click in for him midway through year two, as it does for many people, and went on a great run at the end of the year, had a galvanizing playoff victory, and then lost to the champs in a soft division, and they added Calvin Ridley, Mm -hmm. and they added those that that team... Oh, yeah, that could be a 12-win team. But because you guys dislike me so much, you're taking out on the Prince. No, we just want to see a little bit I'm just saying they're not the second-best team. What have you more have you seen from Buffalo that you haven't seen from them? They both can win divisions and and lose to the Chiefs in the playoffs. 13-3. I I haven't seen that. Okay, but you saw that from Tennessee and didn't care. Like, like, who cares? Tennessee got Ryan Tannehill quarterback. Again, you can win your division and lose to the Chiefs in the postseason. Literally, the Bills and the Jags. It's the Spider-Man meme. Okay. I, I, the, four, the four interception playoff game, I don't just erase from my memory because the Chargers choked. They, 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 they choked. He led the comeback. They he, choked. He was the they reason they needed a comeback. Yeah, but then they won. I thought you were recording Against that Against the Chargers. Guy. The Chargers bet. Medals time. We're early in Denver. Oh, Joker sees Aaron Gordon. That was nice. Only had three other assists. And not to spoil it, I don't know if he made the medals. Oh, please. Bronze medal, Duncan Robinson. Ten fourth quarter points all in a row, flipping an eight-point deficit into a two-point lead. And every time he dribbles the basketball, Jeff Van Gundy is just as surprised as last. He's like, I got to tell you, I did not know he had this in his game. And it's like, Jeff, we know. You keep telling us. Silver medal. Jimmy Butler. Clutch down the stretch. And I thought, and I know Brew agrees, great yep. defensively. Yep. And in, in slowing down Jamal Murray, he gets the silver. And a gold medal. The man who has been the Heat's MVP so far this postseason, Bam. 21 and 9, a couple of blocks, and we haven't mentioned it yet in the show, Brew. A goaltend? Those, well, yeah, but also those two free throws. Up three, that's 45 cool. seconds left. Nailed them both. So there is. Oh, there's a highlight. That, that's the goaltend. Yeah, Uncalled. There's the medal <laughs> stand from last night in the association. You usually nail the medal stand, but oh, somebody's yeah, I, missing. I know. I was conflicted on whether to put Duncan on or Gabe Vincent because I thought Gabe was excellent, but Duncan's fourth quarter well. deserves well, it. Am I the only one that is like 41 points, game high, 11 rebounds, game high, should be on there, Nikola Jokic? Got to win. And, I mean, I'm thing. not saying the goal, but the bronze. So here's the thing, because I did, Silver, give, I did give Bam a medal 
in a game one loss. Okay? Talk about bias. No, no. Let me explain. If you are a heavy road underdog, you might play well enough to get a medal if the other team doesn't have three outstanding performers. There is nothing any Nugget could do yesterday. If you are nine-point home favorites in the finals and you lose, none of your guys are getting a medal. And your coach says out loud, they weren't trying hard enough. We haven't been good enough. Would Michael Malone give him a medal? I think Jokic would. would. No. No, stop it. You talking about people giving him the Guys, MVP if they the, lose, well, the finals yeah, that's MVP. Yes, I agree with that. But this particular game, oh, a loss at home where you're a heavy favorite, you can't get a medal. I cry bias. I cry bias. Sad day for medals. Well, sad come day on, Nick. You're better than not how we want to end the show. But I'm sorry. That's the way. Okay, you're better than trying to take Speak off. Speak is up Robinson. next. We'll see that's you why here. we got Yoke tomorrow at three. We're going to give him a look.